0: Oh, I'm getting excited about next Illinois basketball season. Maybe Kofi and E.J. Liddell in the same front court?
1: Yeah, maybe not. E.J.'s dad would say definitely not. But that's the going rumor right now.
0: That's Scott Ritchie, our basketball beat writer in this week's Inside alumni Basketball. He'll tell you what the real scoop is. We'll look around the Big Ten and give you some recruiting tips uh, that might uh, interest you. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400.
1: Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam Burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia.
0: It's a wonderful Monday morning because I get to see my favorite guy, Scott Ritchie, face to face again for the first time in three weeks. And whose fault was that? Who was gone? I was yeah. suspended. Let's be honest.
1: Well, they also, you took this thing called vacation, which I'm pretty sure you've told me I can never have.
0: It's called a weekend, an extended weekend. Okay. All right, in Las Vegas, putting a lot of money down on Bruce, uh, on Brad Underwood's line is what I did. <laughs> is that illegal? <laughs> Um, No, it's in Vegas. Just don't do it it, here at Illinois. You you can't do it here. Josh Whitman tells me.
1: Yeah, well, also, you can't. It's not physically possible to make bets
0: on Illinois sports, university sports in Illinois. Anyway, this is Jim Rosso, Vice President of News, sports editor when Illinois basketball is really good. I remind Richie a lot. Yeah. Been gone the last two Mondays. Thank you, Matt Daniels, sports editor of a triple crown winning section for filling in. In fact, I asked him to do it today. He says, nope, we won the Triple Crown over the weekend. I'm not doing anything anymore for you, Jim. <laughs> Can you believe Matt did that to me? He big-timed me.
1: Yeah, I mean, if only I could be at that level.
0: That's all right. For those uh, following along, APSC, the national organization that overlooks all things sports journalism, named the News Gazette, a top 10 daily sports section, top 10 special. Section and top ten Sunday section. Now we've been winning these a lot since 1997, but never three in the same year. Congratulations to Scott Ritchie too.
1: I played a role in the the team effort that is the triple crown.
0: The judges apparently did not look at our 89th news Exit all state boys basketball team, which published over the weekend.
1: Well, good thing they had already
0: made their decision because that might have that might have penalized us in my eyes. Yeah. Well. You, yeah.
1: I'm just. I'm going to refrain from.
0: Scott Ritchie got what an early morning text for me Sunday morning when I, after I spit my coffee, onto the News Gazette, which I was reading, in my boxers on my couch. Can I say that? <laughs> I guess right, with my dog next. Trigger year. warning at the top of the podcast. <laughs> Actually, I'm just kidding, you, Scott. He did a great job. A weird uh, team. It's number 89. Now this Lauren Tate's been doing this for a long time, right? Started 89 years ago. And this year, you had a uh, you know a smaller window to choose from, I guess.
1: Well, was a strange season, and made more strange by the fact there was no postseason play. So, like, say somebody led their team on a run to a state title, and maybe it wouldn't have been you know was the highest selection before that, and they just didn't have the opportunity. And then, not every team played the same amount of games. You know, like the Chicago Public League probably played the fewest because they got started the latest. Um, strange year, but we still wanted to honor the best players in the state.
0: All right, congratulations. Max Christie, Rolling Meadows, player of the year, going to Michigan State, where he will not be joined by Imani Bates, I, I understand.
1: Yeah, well, and he would have to wait a year, maybe. I mean, Imani Bates is a 2022 prospect, but he yeah. decommitted from Michigan State over the weekend, sort of the, the big news, I guess, in the college basketball world because he's long been considered like the best prospect since LeBron James. Um, and his recruitment was weird to begin with because like when he was younger, sort of the expectation was the NBA was going to get rid of its, um, age limit. And by the time, you know, he got to, you know, being done with high school would just jump straight to the league. I mean, that's not going to happen. Um, so no one like no one really recruited him except for Tom Izzo and got the commitment last summer and uh there's questions about whether he'd ever wind up in East Lansing anyway you know, because there are other pathways to the NBA including the like actual G League pathway I mean that's the name of the program uh-huh. and or he would go to Australia, he could go play anywhere. Um so
0: that might be Still on the table. All right, Tom Izzo taking a couple of recruiting hits here. His class was supposed to be so good. Two five-stars now decommitting. Yeah. Um, such mean, the, as the life. Has 2022 been.
1: class, like, stacked yeah. on top of what he had coming next season. It was like, okay, well, Michigan State, that's what was going nowhere. Um, they're going to still be you know, kind of at the top of the Big Ten. 2021 class is still really good with Max Christie you know,
0: leading the way there. But uh has to start from scratch on 2022. Thank you, uh, Kirsten Stickney of the Chicago Sun-Times, for a pretty cool photo of Max Christie soaring through the lane. All right, he's the latest player of the year. I love this list. All right, we've been naming players of the year since 1983. That's a heck of a list. My gradu- graduation year. Okay. I, was, I did not make the team, I was mm-hmm. over Missouri. I was uh, gonna say you weren't you
1: were not eligible to make the team.
0: Marty Simmons, our first player of the year. How about that? The mule. And he's back. He's back. What the, what the timing of that? But um I would urge you to go to Newsgazette.com and check this list out because it's a who's who of who was who's a stud in the state. Okay, here's my problem, Scott Ritchie, and you know my problem.
1: Well, which one?
0: That like none of these players since D Brown in two thousand two are true blue Illini. What in the name of Brian Cook is going on here?
1: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Illinois did have last 2002, I said. Well, the 2020 Player of the Year did suit up for Illinois. Is he
0: here now, or is he uh, wrestling alligators down on the bayou?
1: Well, considering Adam Miller's actually never been to Louisiana, uh, no alligator wrestling quite yet, but yeah, he's going to... He, Announced Saturday he was going to transfer to LSU in um, and, and a totally rebuilt backcourt for Will Wade. Uh, well, there's a number of those guys that were our player of the year that went to Duke. Uh, I mean, Jabari Parker, what, did he win three years in a row? Went Two. To
0: Duke. Two, okay.
1: 2012,
0: 2013. Here's, let's go over the, the could have bins or, or, or actually were a little bins. Jeremy Richmond, right, came here. Sure. 2009, that didn't work out. Mark Smith, 2017, came here. Didn't work, that didn't out. work out. Adam Miller, you just said, didn't work out. Ravante Rice took a detour to get here. He was our 2010 Player of the Year.
1: Yeah, maybe Bruce should have like offered him and been like, on that
0: earlier on. But Derrick Rose, wanted no part. Lewis Jackson, I love Lewis Jackson. 2008 winner went to Purdue. Jason Randall went to Stanford, right? Jill Okaver, too big, too good. Jalen Bronson.
1: That was uh, one of those always a bridesmaid, never the bride moments for John Gross. Uh, uh, anyway. It was like Illinois was in the top two <laughs> for Jalen Bronson right. and, and a lot of guys. Okay,
0: here's an interesting one. Two-time player of the year, your choice, mind you, you were in, in charge of the All-State team, who apparently, Lauren Tate tells me, just might come to Illinois. You know, Lauren did
1: write in his column that ran this weekend that, E. J. Liddell, um of current Ohio State basketball residency, uh had been in some discussions to come to Illinois. And you know, EJ also showed up at the Illinois football spring game to Good sign. Well, and there's also I mean a reason he could have showed up is, you know, one of his best friends, Keith Randolph, was mm-hmm. was playing. Um
0: Keith Randolph scored on Gus Rosso, as did EJ Liddell. Little little known fact down <laughs> there at Centralia. But go ahead.
1: I mean, I guess like, apologies to Gus. It does not surprise me. <laughs> Both those guys were pretty good. Um, but here, here's the the, the big bot coming uh, Eric Liddell, EJ's dad, told uh, Adam Jardy from the Columbus Dispatch that none of that, you know, EJ to Illinois rumblings, and none of it was true. Hmm. They hadn't had any discussions with anyone at Illinois. EJ is just going through the NBA pre-draft process right now with, you know, main, while maintaining his eligibility to go back to Ohio State.
0: So he's not going to start next to Kofi in a uh, front court that would probably land Illinois in the Final Four. Is that what you're telling me, Scott Ritchie?
1: Well, say, if by some infinitesimal chance that Illinois had, that's, that's a that's Very, 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 very small chance that Elmo had E.J. Liddell and Kofi Coburn in the same front court. Yeah, that's like top five team in the country Mm -hmm. status heading into the year. Um, Eric Liddell tells us E.J.'s not coming, and uh, I think it's a pretty small chance just in general that that Kofi comes back for a third year.
0: I saw you mention that lately. Yeah. That his draft stock is improving.
1: A little bit. Um, Enough to... And, like, the one thing that he's going to fight forever is the fact that there's just not a lot of guys like him in the NBA anymore. That centers have evolved. The one thing he's fighting right now is, like, he's going to be 22, I think, at some point this year. And... He's aging himself out of the draft because teams typically don't like old college players. It's different than it used to be, and while he could come back to Illinois and maybe you know improve his chances, like I would assume, improved his chances with a third year. I don't think the window's as big for Kofi to do that, and he might need to strike now. But I mean.
0: He hasn't shut the door, at least. All right, it's 11, it's eleven sixteen on a Monday morning, and my mood is worsening what? Uh, by the minute. I was all happy to be back with Scott Ritchie, and then all you bring in is bad news.
1: Well, I'm bringing like reality. Sometimes reality sucks. I don't want to hear any more of it. Anymore, but... Okay, I can just like only say things to make you happy. That Thank might you. not be true. Thank you,
0: Scott Ritchie. I appreciate that. Hey, coming Thursday in your News Gazette, if you're in the Champaign-Urbana area, pick up a print edition of our paper because uh, it will take you about a month to read, all right? We're doing a 32-page special section devoted to Lauren Tate, USBWA Hall of Famer, right? In all the years he's been on the Illini beat, 56, longer than Ed Bond. Longer than everyone. A lot of... People weighed in on why they like or hate Lawrence. <laughs> so so what,
1: Ron Zook chimed in.
0: <laughs> Special congrats to Mike Pearson, former Sports Information Director here at Illinois, who wrote about twenty of the thirty-two pages, taking us through every year that Lawrence's been on the meet and ten highlights a year. It was fascinating reading uh, last night for me, just some of the lulls and uh, more lulls and high water marks. In basketball history, but yeah, boy, I mean, there were some, there were some highs, including when I was on the beat, 2001. <laughs> okay, yeah, that you never season failed four, to five. Remember, but then you saw it slip in there at the end of the Bruce Weber era, and it's just uh it's it was a tough, tough decade or so.
1: Yeah, and maybe Illinois has turned mm-hmm. the corner uh, last this past season, last two seasons really. We're getting Illinois back into that national conversation and maintaining it in this coming year. Uh, I'll be interested to see how that all shakes out because this team is going to look much, much different and there's a real chance that the coaching staff is going to look a lot different too. Yeah,
0: that was my next question. Um, Where are we with that? Uh, It's been a week or so of nothing.
1: Yeah, well... I like we discussed last week, the tragic death of Terrence Clark, uh, the former Kentucky guard, uh, sort of pushed the whole process, I think, because you know, John Calipari was not dealing with you know, adjusting his coaching staff. But what I understand, there will be movement early this week where you know, the reports out of Lexington are that both Orlando Antigua and Chen Coleman are adding to the Wildcats. I mean, I think Antigua has sort of been the known one for sure, as for sure as things can be when people are just reporting, you know, sources telling them things. But my uh, fans are have already been in their feelings, you know, about the potential to lose both those guys, and when, if and when it does happen, like uh, they're going to freak out. But it's just sort of. Kind of college basketball world.
0: Yep. I like my assistant coaches. I just don't freak out uh, when assistant coaches move on. Good for them. It's in their best interest. And the position now that uh, Underwood has, I think, uh, the ability to draw equal talent is there.
1: Yeah, because he can just go out and do what John Cal Perry has just done. And it's poach someone, (laughs) assistant coach, and, you know, Illinois has shown, I think, Mr. Yeah, reports that they're willing to invest more in, in basketball, so that's going to be attractive to, you know, other assistant coaches. And, and, you know, Brad Underwood built his first staff without ever working with any of these guys. Um, and it worked out pretty well. But you've seen, I don't well, I'm not sure if you have seen, because it, it hasn't happened, but over the last couple of weeks where, you know, it's spring, you know, AU season is getting back into full swing, and Illinois is Kind of been, you know, missing in terms of just offering guys, but like I don't think you want to be maybe recruiting when said recruiters aren't going to be around. But having a staff in place in full by June 1st is paramount because that's when the extended recruiting dead period will be over. Coaches can get back out on the road um, in June. It's mostly um, in-state. High school events. That's kind of the new wrinkle a couple years ago to the calendar. But they can go see players. So whatever happens has to happen in the next few weeks. So Illinois is in a position where it can move forward without losing a step.
0: Is Coach Underwood aware that uh, back in the rural king league in Eureka, you coached those fourth graders to a 6-4 and finish?
1: Based on the amount of money that apparently Josh Whitman was willing to offer at Orlando Antigua, I'm throwing my name in the hat. Okay.
0: I'll take a third of that. You've got my backing, Scott Ritchie.
1: Not sure how helpful I'll be, but I'm a big team guy. I can be a big team guy.
0: All right, seven juniors, one sophomore on your first team All-State squad that you, again, listed in the paper. A.J. Casey is my number one Whitney Youngstar. Who is going to wind up at Illinois of those young guys?
1: Well, that's a fair question because in the – let's just start with the the juniors in that class of 2022. Illinois already has a pair of commitments, of course, In A.J. Storr, who uh, maybe if he would have stayed in Illinois would have been on our All-State team. Uh, and then uh, Reggie Bass, who's played his junior season in Fort Wayne. Don't mess with Fort Wayne. But uh, Illinois – of the 2022 you know has offered AJ Casey from Whitney Young and then also Tinley Park and also Simeon he's played for three schools in three years um and Jaden shoot from Yorkville Christian who's probably considered like the elite shooter regardless of class in the state maybe regardless of age in the state pretty good um and then of the 2023s the sophomores J. You know, JJ Taylor at Kenwood uh Is a top ten national recruit. Elmo was in early on him, and like he get he's drawing comparisons mostly because of his frame to Kevin Durant, but because he's that long, kind of rangy, bigger wing that can you know get out to the perimeter, yeah, and, and shoot threes and do just about everything. So. Those are probably, of the our first team picks, the, the priorities for Illinois. Uh, but especially A.J. Casey, because I'm good size you know, at 6'8". At and then J.J. Taylor in that sophomore class is kind of the guy.
0: All right, you hear about Brett Bielema's uh, improved relations with uh, the high school football coaches here in Illinois. What's Brad Underwood's relationship with the, with the basketball guys. Good?
1: I mean, I think it's good. All right.
0: Um, like, great?
1: Well, ba- basketball is different because there's, like, Brett Bielma has 25 scholarships to offer every year and can pull. You know, it looks like, I mean, double-digit guys from the state. There's there's room for them on the roster. You know, Brad Underwood's working with, you know, a fifth of that, Maybe. Even less, you sometimes two, three scholarships. So there's not as many spots, but I've got a story that I think will run tomorrow. Let's talk with Joe Hendrickson, who's sort of the guy for all things in state basketball. And that you know, Illinois has obviously developed a really good relationship with Mac Urban Fire. He said that it would be beneficial for Illinois to continue to develop that new relationships with you know, the Illinois Wolves. Who used to, I mean, you know, Ann Agu, Tracy Abrams played for the Wolves you know, way back when. And then like, a team like Mean Streets, A.J. Casey plays for Mean Streets. Jaden Shute plays for Illinois Wolves. So maybe there's the are branching out a little more you know, into those those other programs.
0: Congratulations to Jalen Quinn, Tuscola. First team All-State, our player of the year for the high school scene here in the area. Had a good AAU season, I understand.
1: Yeah, he's playing really well uh, again for the Illinois Wolves. And he would have more offers now if he would have been able to get in an AAU AAU season last year. Um, Of course, that didn't happen. So he's kind of been trying to get back to where he should be. But uh, I I think his game is being noticed. And it was a couple, two weekends ago, Jonathan... Gibney uh, is sort of the NBA draft guy for ESPN, like the NBA draft guy. But So he was out at these events to obviously look at some top prospects, tweeted about Jalen Quinn and like how impressed he was with his game. So, I mean, I'm not saying Jalen Quinn's going to be in the NBA like, in two years, but his game is getting out there, and I think more colleges are going to
0: start paying attention. Just took a text from uh, Fred Wakefield. Said Illinois would be smart to offer them welcome aboard fred in the great southwest doing good things for the university still
1: yeah i mean i always had you know jalen you know back when you know, they could have you know players you know up for you know unofficial visits and you know Jalen's taken in a lot of games at state farm center the last couple of years um no offer yet um it's mostly mid-major teams that are they're on him right now, but I could see that changing if his spring and summer continues to kind of play out like it has.
0: All right, let me take a zip around the Big Ten, your favorite conference, get a quick update. We talked about Michigan State, thumbs down. How about a thumbs up for the Indiana Hoosiers, the state of Jim Rosso. <laughs> All right, Mike Woodson, I ran into some Indiana fans this weekend on a quick trip to Indianapolis. And now they're all about him. They're, they're He's their favorite coach all of a sudden after bad-mouthing the hire. Well, I mean, it's very much what have you done
1: for me lately. Mm-hmm. And until he got the job, he hadn't done anything for Indiana since he played in the 70s. Okay. Uh, but he talked Trace Jackson Davis into coming back. So that was win number one. And he's added to the roster in a... Pretty significant way. Um, Tamar Bates was a, a four-star recruit that was originally committed to Texas and then uh, got, you know, flipped after Shaka Smart left Texas for Marquette. Um, I think you know, he added, you know, Mike Woodson added your favorite Big Ten player and Miller Cop, mm. the six-seven sharpshooter weighing who did not shoot. the ball very well at all last season but um, as a guy you know played a couple years at Northwestern has Big Ten experience I think last season was more an anomaly of how inefficient you know he was but yeah Mike Woodson's doing pretty good
0: All right, thumbs down for Fran McCaffrey this is my thumbs just that tough I know they got Jordan Bohan back for another year but Year six. Um, right. It just seems like it would well, be a C- tough. They lost C.J. Frederick. Right, who was
1: actually probably their best shooter. Um, pretty decent defender. Uh, Joe Wieskamp is still going through the draft process. We'll see what happens there. If they lose him, that's a pretty big blow. Luka garza is gone. They did add a big man from, big man transfer from North Dakota. Uh, sort of fill the void, but he's not Luca Garza. Yeah, it's a. Uh, he is also Fran McCaffrey is also sort of reshaping his roster a little bit, but Bohannon will be back to, um, make Illinois fans angry on Twitter.
0: All right, thumbs up for Michigan. That's not going to be Ed Bond shaking his head violently when I just said that. They got another portal guy. Here's what would have really sent Ed through the. DWS window if Adam Miller would have wound up in <laughs> Ann Arbor.
1: Yeah, it just takes me back to two Novembers ago when you know, Adam Miller commits to Illinois and then talks about like how cool it was to talk with Juwan Howard right. that week who was putting on the full court press. Um can arguably got the piece that it needed and maybe at least in terms of last year's production, you yep. know, better than Adam Miller. You know, Devontae Jones was the Sunbelt Player of the Year at Coastal Carolina and uh had a really good season, averaged 19.7 rebounds, three assists, three steals, shot thirty seven percent from three point range. And he'll fill that Mike Smith veteran guard role, but as a better scorer. So you got you know, put him in a lineup with Hunter Dickinson coming back, you know, two five star freshman and and Caleb Houston and Musa Diabate and then you know insert guard here for whoever you know you want that to be.
0: Alright, give me one more Big Ten team doing something good or bad. <sighs> Sometime today, preferably.
1: Well I'm just trying to think of who's you know made some moves. Like Minnesota it has obviously a new coach. Maryland good I like Danny Manning. Well, that's, I mean, right. He did not have a lot of success as a head coach. Yeah, but no, nah, he's perfect us, where he's at
0: now. He's twice as tall as the head coach. How <laughs> Has that ever happened in Big Ten history?
1: Uh, yeah, there's a few. Well, like, Dane Fife towered over Tom Izzo, but like everyone towers over Tom Izzo. Where
0: did I, I see Dane Fife go? Did he go back to Indiana? Yeah, he went to Indiana. Right, so there's right. another go thumbs on, up for on,
1: Mike right. Woodson. Um, okay. Yeah, Minnesota's just in a weird place. Uh, they lost another player to the portal today in Brandon Johnson, who played just a single season at Minnesota after transferring in last year. So he's now one of the more than 1,500 players in the portal.
0: Good news is Scott Ritchie has uh, not entered the journalism portal, despite my urging. <laughs> <laughs> I might check it out now. <laughs> so he's back to right next year. Thank goodness. Let's take this time to... Maybe take a quick detour from basketball to offer congratulations to uh, two of my favorite coaches. Can you guess? I'm going to say,
1: based off of yesterday, mm-hmm. Mike Small and Brad Dancer.
0: There you go. Uh, two commun- long-time community members still doing good things. Scott Ritchie wrote a quick story for us yesterday. Thank you, Scott.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they won their respective Big Ten championships Mm-hmm. Back to back, like within yeah, seven great. minutes of each other, uh, sixth in a row for Mike Small and his men's golf team, and eleventh in the last twelve years that they played it because they didn't play one last year, of course. And then, Illinois men's tennis beat Ohio State, who has basically had the same kind of run as Illinois men's golf. Um, Ohio State had won eleven; has now won eleven of the last thirteen Big Ten championships, and Illinois has the other two. And the, Illinois hadn't beaten Ohio State, I think, in. So like in five years, so. All right, little Big known ones.
0: little known Rosso fact again. Uh, covered John Daly at Crooked Stick back in the early 90s when he won that magical PGA title. Do you know who I'm talking about, Richie? Whippersnapper? Oh. The John Daly. The John Daly,
1: yeah. I'm well aware. All right. Of who John Daly is. Pattern
0: my game after him. And your wardrobe. He's and your
1: off-the-court habits? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not quite as much as Big John. Um, yeah, but just grip it and rip it. And who knows where it goes?
0: Dang, you're impressing me with your old-school skills.
1: Here, fun fact, John Daly's son, also named John Daly, I think is on the Arkansas golf team.
0: Really? Yeah. All right. Arkansas reminds me of Eureka. True or False.
1: I mean, I've never been to Arkansas. It does. Maybe in a well, little I've been to
0: both places. <laughs> and <laughs> you know. they are like minded. Our publisher, Paul Barrett from Arkansas. So that's a compliment is what I'm trying to tell you, Richie. Yeah. I, uh, All right. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> All right. Before I let you out here, what's the what's gonna be the big news other than assistant coaches this week? Anything else happening?
1: Well, I mean we totally skipped over but like DeMonte Williams came back.
0: That's what he wanted. He said he texted me. No, he didn't. He landline called me. Said, hey, don't make a big deal. Send that's up like your sales. All right.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I joked about it one of these last couple of weeks. So he was just going to show up on the first day of practice and was like, but yeah, it's just, I'm back. That's all he had to say. And that's maybe all he will say because he doesn't like talking to anyone that's even remotely close to a media member, except for maybe Jim Madsen. Because he got the Peoria stuff there, but um, it's really this the assistant coaching thing this week, because that'll sort of determine how Illinois moves forward and you know with recruiting and like who possibly new assistants might be if, in
0: fact, what's expected to happen does happen. I Think they know right okay. now who the new assistants are. I think there really is a searcher. it's like, man, we just got to wait.
1: I mean, I'm sure over the last... Because this has been sort of brewing for several weeks. Like Brad Underwood hasn't been
0: inactive through the whole
1: process as you know, he you know, worked to re-recruit not only his players but his staff. So uh, we'll see. I think the moves will be made quickly because they have to be at this point.
0: Thank you, as always, Scott Richie. This has been a wonderful reunion. I'm sorry I left you for two weeks. It won't happen again.
1: It was okay. Matt and I did fine.
0: Will you have me back? I suppose. Thank you, Scott Richie. Let's go get a Casey's Pizza. I'm all about that. Like <laughs> Casey's Pizza is underrated. All right, follow along. Uh, 6 a.m. every morning at AtlantaHQ.com. I didn't see it this morning. Good morning, Atlanta Nation. Did I miss it? Did it get buried? Uh, Find that out for me. I should was, have been there because I remember right, writing I was, it. I was still reading about the tennis and golf championships. Good question. Okay, well, supposedly, allegedly, six a.m. every morning, HQ dot com. Good morning, Alana Nation. Great stuff from Scott Ritchie. Even during the off season, he never stops. Hardest working man around. We'll see you next Monday. Bye, Jim.